Hey there, I'm Melissa Merrill, a professional home organizer since 2011 and now a speaker, author, course creator, and coach. I created Pro Organizer Bootcamp for aspiring home organizers and decluttering experts who need a kick in the pants to take their business to the next level. Each week, I bring you an action-packed episode filled with tips, tricks, and inspiration to help you build your own professional organizing company. Be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review. Let's dive in. Today, I am chatting with Alicia Lozano, founder of The Motivated Co., where she is a business designer and systems strategist. She has over seven years in corporate coaching, consulting, and training, plus a master's in organizational development and leadership. How freaking cool is that, you guys? So Alicia is an advocate for the underdog and loves inspiring her community to believe in themselves so that they design their ideal life from any situation and any past that they may have come from. So welcome to the show, Alicia. Thank you, thank you. I need you in my pocket so I can carry you around whenever I need an intro. <laughs> right? You need a little microphone to put on blast yeah. every time. Oh my god! I'm gonna need you to record that for me. <laughs> I will. It can be like your oh. like someday you'll have a podcast. I know you will. So we can like I can do your voiceover for your podcast. Oh, love it, love it. I'll take you up on it. <laughs> so Alicia and I actually met back in 2018. Uh, she was getting into side hustling and getting into starting her own professional organizing business. She's based in San Antonio, Texas. And so this was my first client that I had in the giant state of Texas here in the United States. And I don't even know how you found me, probably like Instagram or something. But um, yeah, that was way back in 2018. And now here we are in 2021. So it's great to see you again. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I think it was Instagram because I was probably searching like organizers. I was looking for a business coach at the time, but I mean, I, I can't believe we stayed in touch. I mean, I can believe now, but it's so amazing that we've stayed in touch and it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. And I always, I love, like, I get that all the time from past students, past clients, past even like home organization customers that I'm still friends with, that they still have um, you know, text threads with me and things like that. Like, I just, I'm one of those people that like never goes away. I had a girl on my Instagram the other day and she like hadn't followed me for a while. And then she refollowed me and I was like, oh my gosh, how are you? We had like one consultation call. She wasn't even a client, um, like three years ago. And she was like, how the hell do you remember me? And I'm like, I have the memory of an elephant. It's crazy. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. I know you've always been super supportive. And I mean, how can I forget, first of all, my first business coach. And second of all, the person that helped me make my first dollar. Yeah. Like oh, I, I have, that. I wish I had the dollar around me to show you like that. My very first dollar was from doing some organizing. I love that so much. Oh my God. Okay. I was thinking about that the other day. Like, you know how we're entering, this is like completely off topic, but I love you. And I know you can talk about this, like Bitcoin and all of this, like XRP yeah. and like moving to cryptocurrency. Like I know nothing about any of it, but like imagine like paper dollars like when do you actually see like cash anymore like everything is yeah, so yeah. like apple pay and this and that yeah and i was thinking about it too i was like i should frame my first buck you know even if it's not like the actual dollar it's just cool to like see the money on the wall yeah i need to do yeah, that yeah for sure for sure yeah i still haven't framed it but i have um like i have my dollar and then i have my grandpa's dollar i didn't know until he passed like i, I guess i just didn't put two and two together but um, that he was also an entrepreneur. His trade was in painting. 
Um, and so I was like, man, like, I wish I would have connected the dots sooner, you know, than what he, when he passed, because it would have been so interesting to talk to him about his experience as an entrepreneur back then. But that um, is so but, cool. I just got chills. Oh, that means like spirits. Yeah. With us. Like, oh, that's so cool. I love that. But um, start taking a client payments in a cryptocurrency. There was a story <laughs> about that where this girl said, but uh, one of her clients asked if she could pay um, in uh, Bitcoin, I think it was. And she was like, okay. And he gave her like, I don't know, it was maybe like 50 bucks in Bitcoin. Long story short, she videoed herself. Um, and she was like, I just want to check my uh, my Bitcoin account and see like what it is. Like, who knows? Anyway, it was like thousands of dollars. Oh gosh, that is so <laughs> cool. I know. Like, oh my God. Ended up paying me. It was like fifty thousand dollars, like something crazy. And she's like, "Oh my god, what what was a payment? You know, or I think it was it wasn't a payment. It was a tip. It was like a tip of like fifty bucks or something like that for a painting that she did." And um, anyway, long story short, she was paid like 50 grand. Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to start accepting cryptocurrency for all of you out there that are listening to this for future coaching programs. We're working off of Bitcoin. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So cool. <laughs> okay. So tell the audience a little bit about yourself. You know, what called you to, first of all, what called you to get into organizing? And then I'm sure we'll get into all the pivots and all the things after that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay. So when I, um, I feel like the story goes back even to just having a conversation about wanting to be an entrepreneur and how long it took to just sit in that space of like, I know I want to work for myself one day, but I have no idea what I'm going to do. And I landed on a podcast that um, was, it was run by Pat Flynn. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with him. Okay. So he talks about, um, well, he talks about a lot of things like podcasting, email marketing, and that kind of stuff. But he had another guy um, called Noah Keegan on the, on the call or on his podcast. Um, and in that conversation, I don't even remember what the topic was about, but he gave out five questions to ask your audience when you're looking to generate a business idea. And so he's like, whoever your audience is, whether that's your mom, dad, sister, brother on Facebook, like who, you know, whoever, um, just ask these five questions. Well, one of the five questions was, what has been on your to-do list for over two weeks? And so I asked that question to my, um, to my Facebook group and, you know, friends answered or whatever. And everybody was saying something along the lines of like, um, organizing my garage, um, cleaning up my kid's bedroom, um, you know, taking out, uh, going through my closet, like something like that, right? And so it obviously wasn't like, uh, you know, organizing my home, it wasn't like blatant in your face, but everything tied back to organizing something. And I was like, interesting. So I just started to Google like organizing homes because at the at the time I had no idea that professional organizing was even a thing. This is way before or not way before, but it was was before Marie Kondo had blew up and was like in our face. So, you know, I did like again, Google um, found out that there was professional organizers. And then I was like, hmm, like, do I want to be a professional organizer? Do I want to do something digital, like digital files and that kind of stuff? Um, so yeah, that was my first introduction. Um, shortly after that, I ended up having 
um, I was so confused. I didn't know what to do. And I was having a conversation and it's so crazy how this turns out, but I was having a conversation with two women in a, um, I was partnered with them in an entrepreneur group and I was talking with them about this and they were entrepreneurs at the time. And of course I wasn't at the time. And I was like, I have these ideas. I don't know what to do. And one of the girls who was one of the first clients or, and still is right now of my new venture, um, she basically was like, you just need to pick something and do it. So when somebody talks to me like that in a very direct way, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I get it. That's like my little like check mark. Like I need some tough love sometimes. So I knew that I wanted to be guided. And shortly after I landed on finding you and then hired you as a business coach, um, we went through um, your first consulting uh, call and then you gave me like action items. And I wanna say it was action items over like maybe seven to 10 days. And in less than 10 days or right at the 10 day mark, I had launched an organizing business called Motivated Organizing and had my first paying client. Yeah, I just had to say that like that's a big freaking deal. Okay, <laughs> like following your plan, like everything from like getting on, you know, the Google, um, there was like some organizing site that you had me get on um, just doing all of the, the, the things that not the unnecessary things, not like market yourself and, and build a brand and all of these things that people tell you and these gurus to do like it was very like these are the very the steps that you need to take to get started and to make money, period. Take these steps and you're golden. I took the steps and I made my first dollar. Boom. <laughs> Yay. Oh my God. I love that. I'm going to freaking clip that and put that as a testimonial video if you don't mind. Do it. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. I love it so much because this is what I love about you, Alicia. Like you get shit done. Like you truly embody the make shit happen mindset. Like you are the type of person where you don't sit on the fence. You don't dilly dally, even when you don't know what the fuck you're doing. And we all don't most of the time, we're all just kind of like running around. Like, what do we do next? What's next? What's my thing? What's my shtick? How can I make the next dollar? You know, things like that. I think what you're never stopped though. Like you never stop moving. Like you're always doing something. You're always moving something forward. You're always progressing in some way. You're on fire. And I just see that. And I've seen that over the past three years. And it's so cool to see kind of like where you've landed now at this stage in the game. Thank you. <laughs> it's, it's been painful. Like, but like to you said, I, I am, um, you know, if there was one thing that I never was, unsure about like in terms of just myself it's achieving a goal like you know I left my corporate my corporate job first um I used to work for a bank left my corporate job to because I wanted to dance and act and I went to California and it took me eight months but I'm in a music video that you can see in on YouTube you know <laughs> so just with that experience alone like I've always been able to prove to myself that you know I can achieve when I say something and when I buckle down like it's going to happen. And, you know, in, it's been a, a long and painful journey. And I'm sure that's a lot of experience for people who like put themselves through the ringer, or, like don't understand, maybe they're not, they don't have clarity in the beginning. And, you know, you just have to keep going. And like you said, keep taking action. It is mess messy action. It's not going to make sense. It might feel like you're taking 20 steps back to one step forward and maybe you are but it's also necessary in building you up to the person that you need to be 
to be in the position that you're meant to be in, you know? Um, and this is not it, right? It's not like this is the end all be all, right? I'm in this position and that's it. Like, no way, you know, like I'm just taking, this is just my next step. I have no idea what's in front of me. <laughs> no yeah. idea, but yeah. It's so true. It's so crazy how, you know, before we jumped on today, we were talking about this idea of the messy middle and how no one really talks about this. Like the podcasts that I listen to and like the books I read, like it all just seems like, oh, okay. So they woke up one day and said, I want to be a professional keynote speaker. And then they did it and it happened and it was done, you know, or, oh, I woke up one day and decided I wanted to be the next home edit company for pro organizing. And I did it and it was done. And it's like, no, no, no. I want to see all the nitty gritty, the crying on the floor moments, the this is too hard throwing stuff at the wall moments, <laughs> like that is the real yeah. entrepreneurial journey. And I just love that you are able to bring that vulnerability to the table. Like, hey, I know this is hard. I'm going to level set with you. I'm going to be your partner through this and not be like, you know, higher than thou, right? Like, like you're up here and they're down there. Like, and so tell us a little bit about what you're doing now um, as a business designer and system strategist. Yeah, so I, um, again, it came through messy action. So literally maybe like two months ago, I had um, actually, no, maybe it was two months ago, two or two and a half months ago, I was going through a period again in my life, like where I felt um, I had actually lost motivation, which had never happened to me, like motivation and purpose. And I, it was so weird to me because I do try to push through, or I feel like I try to push myself through and I like do affirmations and I do all the personal development things that the personal development people tell you to do. Plus, you know, shortly after I was a professional organizer, I became a life coach. So I dove head first into all of the sparkly things that you're supposed to do to keep your emotions right, right high and that kind of stuff. But anyway, so I fell into this, like, really like, um, I don't know. It just, it was, it was dark. It, I couldn't understand it. I couldn't pull myself out of it. And um, I read a book by Rebecca Campbell called the light is the new black. And it was my very first entrance into spirituality and ah, you have it. Yes. <laughs> of course <laughs> I have it. it. Yes. I love it. I love it. Okay. And that came as a recommendation. And again, just something other to say is that sometimes you got to let people into your heart when you're going through some tough times. And I have trouble with that because I have trust issues, but I had a friend that just wanted to pour into me and she had a conversation with me. And, you know, I felt, I felt very bad because I don't, I always feel like I can't, can't, can't give back to people because I don't know what I'm giving. I don't know what, like, what value do I have? Right. Was the question that's always going through my head. So when people pour into me, it feels very weird, right? Cause I'm like, no, no, no. I don't know if I can give you anything back. Um, but anyway, so she ended up um, talking, having a conversation with me. And through that conversation, she recommended a book, um, The Light is New Black. And so kudos to her. Um, but um, so I read the book and it helped a little bit. Like I felt myself kind of coming out of that um, rut. And um, through that, then I had another entrepreneur friend who's now my very first client. Basically, you know, I was talking to her about this stuff and she says, hey, like just what I'm hearing, like I haven't asked you to do this for me because I don't want to throw you off, but of like your own journey, but would you build systems for me? Like I need help in my business. I'm at a place, I've already hit my, my first revenue goal. I'm at a place where I, can, I have two hires 
I want to bring you on to just build my systems out so I can scale my business. And of course, like naturally I'm a problem solver and that's a strength that I love. If you look at my strength finder, like it's all over all of the pers personality things, right? <laughs> um, and so I was like, okay, I'm like, yeah, I'll try it. And I was a little reluctant, honestly, but I was like, fuck it. Like, right. What else am I doing? <laughs> and uh, so I did it and it just tapped something in me that made it all kind of come together. And I was like, oh my gosh. And to back up just a little bit, you know, I went from professional organizing to wanting to be a motivational speaker, which is still on the docket, I would say, but um, wanting to be a motivational speaker to life coaching, then to hiring another business coach that I, you know, felt like, okay, I was going to build this coaching agency with, and I'm going to really learn the ins and outs of um, this, you know, business one-on-one, -on -one, which I did. I just didn't, it wasn't true to me. And so that was a, a big barrier that I had with that. And then to getting into that rut and then like having a friend just say, will you do this for me? And I was like, okay. So then I landed on um, business designer system strategist. And so, yeah, so what I do now is I will go into, um, I'll work with the CEO, specifically like a visionary person, someone who has all of these ideas, someone who is, you know, really wanting to grow their company and really wanting to scale their company, but they're in the weeds. They're in the weeds of doing the work. They're in the weeds of doing all the operations, all the admin work. They're wearing a lot of hats and they may have a small team, they may not, um, but I will come in as their integrator. So they will brain dump, right? And say, this is where I want my company to go. This is you know, what I'm doing currently. Here's some of the projects, here's some of my ideas. And I will come in and systemize and automate um, where we can, and then also help them plan strategically, like what KPIs are important um, and how they are going to actually achieve their KPI day in and day out. Um, and so, that's yeah, so that's, awesome. what I do now. <laughs> that's so awesome. Yeah. Like organizing think, businesses. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I kind of did the same thing where like my background, we have similar backgrounds where like I came from human capital management, staffing, recruiting, HR, yep. payroll benefits for like 10 years. Same, you know, kind of sort of thing as you. I did a lot of OD in, in those roles. OD, for those that are listening, is organizational development. So it's not like organizing pantries and garages, but it's organizing actual businesses and trying to figure out who should go where, who should be in what role. It's almost like project management on steroids. So yeah, um, yeah. yeah. so I think it just makes so much sense because you know, when I met you, I was pivoting out of the full-time organizing. I had hired a team. I had grown and scaled my company. Let's get you organized. And I was like, okay, I now I want to teach others how to do this too. And I think it makes so much sense because we just have that brain. And I want to ask you, so in my course in Pro Organizer Bootcamp, we talk a lot about knowing your strengths and knowing, you know, know thyself, right? The classic quote, I think it's like an Aristotle quote, but um, what's your personality profile? So like, I'm a high D high I on disc and I'm an Enneagram one. So I'm an improver. And then I, um, my Clifton strengths are discipline, focus, activator, competition, and significance. Yeah. So I am also a D and I very close. Um, my Clifton strengths are achiever focus, um, what else are they? <laughs> it's okay. It's okay if you don't remember. Achiever, the, the focus, first 
uh, competition. So competitive. That's also one. Um, uh, I can't we'll go with top three. Two. We'll go with top three. But see, we have the same three. We have focus. Yeah. We have achiever. We have competition. That's awesome. And then what about Enneagram? Have you done your Enneagram? And I'm an Enneagram seven. So Enneagram, I don't know, is a little tricky because when I first took it, which was probably about four, no, about two years ago, um, I was an Enneagram four. And um, I don't remember what they are, but so I was an Enneagram four and then I, I retook it like maybe a year after that and I was an Enneagram seven. So I'm like, I don't know, do you change? <laughs> I don't know, I'm getting more into Enneagram, but I mean, coming from like the background, like the corporate background, like you and I both have had, I feel yeah. like Clifton Strengths and DISC is definitely more of like the go-to when you're trying to hire people or train people into their new roles and things like that. Um, yeah. But that is so funny. We're so similar on that same page. And I know. when you, mm -hmm. hold on, hold on. You have to answer this because I heard you talk about it because I listened to your podcast. Um, human design. What are your numbers? So I'm a manifester. I'm not a manifesting generator. I'm not a generator. I'm a manifester. I'm the person that kicks the soccer ball. And that's all I want to do is kick the soccer ball. I don't want to worry about where the soccer ball goes. Okay. Okay. I'm a manifesting generator. So close by, I think it's five one is what my human design is. <laughs> know my numbers I'm gonna have to look back that's another one that's also growing yeah I talk about yeah. that in the course too I just think you guys for those of you that are listening I think it's so important to know what the heck you're good at because like Alicia said you know she started this she's like she started with okay by the way I know Pat Flynn he lives down the street from me and no, we use yeah you'll have to come visit <laughs> hold on I think I kind of knew I didn't know that you knew him like that but I now that you said that it triggered him a, a picture that you had he had he used to host something right mm -hmm. and you went okay and I was like oh my god <laughs> yeah we used to do we used to do so at we work which by the way everyone needs to watch the new we work documentary on hulu it's absolutely fascinating it's about you know how this guy got like a 40 bill 40 million dollar 40 billion dollar investment opportunity anyway it's a crazy whole thing but i used to have a space at we work and that's how i met many of the you know business buddies that i know still to this day and pat flynn being one of them and so he used to hold monthly like lunch and learn kind of things like where we would all just like sit and chat in a, in a circle it'd be like 20 to 30 um solopreneurs and like smaller you know service-based businesses and I had never even like listened to his podcast or anything and then it turns out he literally lives like down the street from me and I like see him and his kids all the time it's so funny um also <laughs> you mentioned Noah Keegan who my partner is like obsessed with he like every day he'll send me some sort of quote or podcast or YouTube clip from Noah Keegan so for those of you listening check out Pat Flynn and Noah Keegan and thank you Alicia for you know mentioning them yay no they're I mean both of them I think um I think well Pat Flynn I feel like not has been in the game long but I feel like he's been in public long longer and Noah Keegan just maybe a year ago, maybe even less than that, started to have a, a public presence on social media and stuff. Um, but he's fantastic too. I think he's working on a book um, as well if it hasn't already come out. But um, but yeah, just in practical knowledge and being like the real deal type of like, let me not give you the fluff. Let me not tell you like the pretty and stuff. Like he even says, like, I remember him saying like, if you're looking for a business idea, like literally pick the most boring thing in the world. 
like, and you'll make money. Like, and he's just yeah. like, pick the most boring thing. Like, he's all about like, okay, do you want to be an entrepreneur? Like, what do you want? You know, like, it's crazy. It's crazy. But, um, but yeah, but to talk about your strengths, like knowing yourself, I think is, I'm so key to continue to develop yourself. And, um, you know, another good book recommendation would be discovering your Dharma, um, by Sahara Rose. And that really actually helped me understand my mediums. So we have so many people telling us like, follow this TikTok trend or, or get, jump on video or do a podcast or do this or do that or do that, right? And be you know, everywhere. And it's so important to understand your, your perfect medium for you. So for me, that's what pulled me out of life coaching because conversations like, like one-on-one with people like in that, in that setting, it wasn't my medium. It just, and that's why Clubhouse, like I loved Clubhouse at first, but for some reason, having a conversation like that, it's just, it's, it's, um, it just, it drains me, right? It doesn't like energize me. And so, and that was hard to say because it, you know, makes you want to, it makes you feel like, oh, well, you don't like this. And like, no, I just, I'm, 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 this is about myself, right? It has nothing to do with other people. It's about what, what drains me, what's bringing me energy. And I think it's so important to stay true to yourself and understand the type of ways that you love to show up. Because when you love to do something, like if you love video, if you love podcasting, I was just telling a friend the other day, I was like, I really like podcasting. I think because I just talk about myself. (laughs) I'm like, I think I like podcasting. So, you know, if you, you know, showing up in that way, you're going to naturally lead, like lean in harder and work harder at that one thing, you know? For sure. For sure. Like I, I love that. First of all, I love Sahara Rose guys. Another good one to follow. I'm going to put all of these people in the, in the um, show notes here for today's episode, but um, she's great. I met her at Pays to be Brave. It was an event that Angie Lee held here in San Diego. Um, and so we have, I have chills again. We have another little photo of us too, but um, yes, you know, all, so all the, all the good people are in San Diego. We need to move over there. I know. <laughs> well, and Angie Lee just moved. She used to also live kind of in my neighborhood. She um, just moved to Texas. So now you can switch places with her. You can come from Texas to California, <laughs> but um, yeah, awesome. yeah, Sahara is great. And then as far as finding your medium, I think that is so cute because like I know about myself that I hate Twitter I know that I hate Clubhouse like I thought I was gonna love Clubhouse I absolutely think it's the most boring obnoxious time sucking thing in the entire universe and so I'm not gonna be on either of those platforms what I love is Instagram and then now I'm building a Facebook community and stuff too which has been really fun I had kind of written off Facebook before, you know, just saying, oh, it's just for baby boomers or my ideal client isn't there or this or that. But like starting a Facebook group for me has been a game changer. So I think you'll go through seasons too, you know, like maybe at some point I'll be more on LinkedIn or more on YouTube or, you know, I think just knowing, like you said, what energizes you versus what drains you. 100%. Yeah. It's, it's, And it's hard because you, I know that, you know, very smart people are saying to follow, let's just say Clubhouse, right? Because yeah, is it, is there um, money to be made? Is there business deals to be made? Absolutely. So I don't come at this from a, you know, business strategist, right? Like, oh, you know, but I also see people winning, staying in their lane, right? (laughs) And so when you stay in your lane, like, I think that's how I want to win. I don't want to win, you know, like with doing the things that I hate and, and like 
waking up like, oh, I have to do this or that, you know? You don't need to go from zero to 100 real quick. Here at Pro Organizer Bootcamp, we're all about taking baby steps to success. As you're learning how to start out on your journey in pro organizing, it can be extremely overwhelming. You're not just trying to figure out how to color code books on a bookshelf or organize cereals and grains into pretty glass jars. You're also being bombarded with overwhelming thoughts about how to accept payments, confirm appointments, gather online reviews, build a website, grow a social media presence, file for a business license, and about a million other things. Hell, you might not even know how to get your very first paying client or how to get your name out there in your local community so you can actually test those waters and see if you even like this whole Marie Kondoing home editing thing after all. Once you're in a state of overwhelm, chances are you'll freeze and stop creating any momentum in your budding business. And no one wants that. The Pro Organizer Bootcamp course presents the information on how to start your business in an easy to follow bite-sized format. I'm here to guide you, so let's dive right on in. Check it out on Instagram, Facebook, or Pinterest at Pro Organizer Bootcamp. Trying to figure out, okay, I'm in this corporate job. You and I, you know, we've both been corporate for quite a while. We have our corporate jobs. We wake up at 5 a.m. We walk the dog. We do our exercise, whatever, you know, and we're at our computers at 7.30 or 8 a.m. every day, and it can start to feel really draining and soul-sucking and Um, I side hustled for about seven years in my business and let's get you organized my former business before I made the leap in 2017 after miscarrying and being under so much stress and having that kind of life altering change that really gave me that push to leave my job. And I think you might have some exciting news after side hustling for like three years. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Um, I don't even know where to start, but in, in summary, like it's, um, I was side hustling for three years. We talked about kind of the different types of businesses that I went to and just tried to get off the ground, um, invested in a business coach. And I don't, I don't want to always say like, it didn't work, but like I hit the barrier of like trying to build a business that wasn't true to myself. So I was still going through like a lot of that self-discovery, Um, and then I landed about like 60 days ago, like I said, a friend was like, do you want to do this for me? And I was like, sure. (laughs) I don't know if I'm good at it or not. I mean, I feel excited about what you're asking me to do kind of thing, you know, and, um, and then landed on doing this and it just was this energetic shift. And I feel like everything I've been through, you know, through this journey and, um, you know, straight up not making profit, right. Like through this journey. I, it just felt like the right time. And in less than three weeks, like, actually, this is the first time that this would be public, <laughs> like, like public, public, like, uh, I will be out of my corporate job and doing this full time. And like I was telling you a little bit earlier before we jumped on is that I wanted this journey to look different. I wanted to say like, oh, you know, I'm making all this money and supplementing my income. But the reality is that I'm just, taking a leap of faith into myself. And one of the things that I think Light is a New Black talks about, um, Sahara Rose talks a little bit about this as well in the different ways you can follow your your dharma, which is your purpose. But is, um, you know, for me, I thought it was gonna be the safe, most safest route, which was supplementing your income and then leaving, you know, at that point. Um, but there just comes a point where you just know it's right for you. And, 
you know, so many signs out there and I'm getting more spiritual and just myself. And if I, I, all I all I'm clear about is that I know that my job is a barrier to what I'm supposed to do. So if I just trust that I remove this barrier, like other things are going to be revealed to me. And, you know, it's not like I'm just leaving and I don't have any business or don't have a plan, but do I know that this plan is going to pan out? I have no idea, <laughs> but I, um, but I'm doing it and it's just, it is what it is. And I am excited and also terrified. It feels like I am about to jump out of a plane, but I have no idea whether or not I have the parachute on my back or I forgot to put it, but it feels like I have to just jump and that's it. And I, again, didn't, it's not the right path for everyone at all. <laughs> With this, let me just say, cause I think this is very important because when I, I, I can hear myself and I'm a little bit angry that I'm, I missed this part, but I saved money, okay? <laughs> so I saved money. I also manifested a lump sum of money into my life. And I say manifested because I swear on January 1, when I made my vision board, I put an exact dollar amount and I made over that exact dollar amount into my life. And I and I'm, had a plan for that dollar. That plan for that dollar was to give me six months of my corporate income as a safety net. And it, it dropped out of the sky. <laughs> like literally had no idea this was coming at all. And so I, I think that's important because people miss that. They don't want to, they won't want to expose that there's some type of backup plan, right? It's not like I'm like, you know, oh my gosh, like this is so crazy, but I'm, you know, I'm going to be homeless if, you know, tomorrow if this doesn't happen. Like, no, like I, I'm okay for a little bit. I will be homeless after this period, okay? <laughs> but I think it's important to talk about the real, real, you know, like this is what I did. I saved this money. I manifested another lump sum of money. And I'm sure that that is contributing on top of having some clarity to me getting to this point. Yeah, it's so crucial. It's so crucial to have a nest egg, to have, you know, cash that's stacked. And we talk a little bit about that in the course of like, what's your budget? Do you have a fancy gym membership that you're not using? Can you cut that? Do you have 55 um, TV streaming services that you're not even going to have time for because you're going full-time in your business. So why don't you cancel those? You know, what can you cut out? What can you start budgeting? What can you look at cutting debt down, you know, getting out of credit card debt before you start a business or getting out of student loan debt or getting out of car payments or whatever it can be for you, whatever those little incremental um, budgeting, you know, measurements can help you with, I think is so crucial. And I'm the first one to say, like, start the side hustle before you just take the leap and look at you, you know, you've done this for three years and now it finally feels right. For me, it was like seven years of home organizing on weekends and at night for clients before I took the leap. And so it's going to take time, but the key is just to get started, start taking that messy action so that you can get on the journey and figure out what the heck you're meant to do in this lifetime. 
Absolutely. Action breeds clarity for sure. Even though I don't like that, I don't like, to, I like to plan. We all probably, everybody in your audience listening to this, you're planners, right? You're like, no, I don't have the website or I don't have my social media perfect or I don't have like X, Y, and Z. And planning is, is okay, but when you're taking, when you want to really get some momentum going and you're, you're trying to find clarity, you just have to do. Yeah. That's it. Make shit yeah. happen, right? <laughs> yes, girl, Make making shit happen. happen with Melissa Merrill. Um, okay, so where the heck can everyone find you? Because I'm sure you're going to see an influx in follows and people wanting to speak with you. And you definitely need to start your own podcast. So I'll be waiting for that to come out. Oh my yeah. goodness. So the, the podcasting, so when I said that, not starting my own podcast, being a guest on podcast. <laughs> so yeah. yes, it is actually part of my income producing activities, which are activities that everyone should be doing on at least a weekly basis um, to reach out to at least five podcasters because again that's my medium right I like to do this kind of stuff ask me why it's different than having a conversation or coaching I don't know like this is I can just tell you what feels good what isn't what isn't but anyway um so they can find me um, I'm most active on Instagram but I'm across all platforms um so my tag or my um, ID handle is I am Alicia Lozano. That's A-L-I-C-I-A-L-O-Z-A-N-O. Um, so I am Alicia Lozano. And you can find me either with my name or um, that tag across any platform, um, including Clubhouse, which I think might be a little bit different. Actually, it's Miss Alicia Lozano, M-S Alicia Lozano. Thank you. And thank you so much, Melissa. Thank you for being a part of my life and this journey and my story and everything. And I just am so grateful. Yay. Oh my gosh. I just, oh, and your dog is feeling it too. I just love it so much. And I'm so glad again that we've stayed connected and I've been able to watch you just blossom over these past three years. And it's so cool. I can't wait to see what you do next. Let's definitely like do a recap in like a year because I'm sure I'll be different. You'll be different. We, we are on the path. We are taking messy action. And thank you so, so much for being here today. Thank you, Melissa. Yay. Okay. Stay tuned guys for the next episode. Episodes come out every Wednesday. Make sure you're subscribed. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love it if you'd leave a review or share it with someone who'd also benefit from listening in. To stay connected, follow at Pro Organizer Bootcamp on Instagram, join our Pro Organizer Bootcamp Facebook group, and learn more about my coaching programs at ProOrganizerBootcamp.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.